Greetings only tans. In today's conversation, you're going to get to know Luke Beast, aka Humble Beast, a little bit better. He is the creator of the Monstars group on NBA Top Shot, uh, that community. He has been on my stream before. It was one of the more fun shows where we did a quiz between his group and Mint Juice's group. And he's a very entertaining guy. He has an interesting story. He lives in Northern Ireland and he's a big basketball fan. And he's been involved in many different projects of other NFTs as well. And I just think you're going to enjoy getting to know Luke a little bit better as I did. And you're going to hear about the NFT project that he's a part of that is actually minting as of the time of this current intro recording and release of the podcast, April 19th, 2022. It's a platform that is going to give utility to your Top Shot moments in a way unlike other platforms I've done thus far. Similar to doing DFS style uh, challenges with your YouTube, with your YouTube, with your NBA Top Shot moments. And there'll also be elements of placing prop bets and things like that. I'm really curious what happens with this platform, how it grows. So we will see what happens with it. And I hope that this podcast can serve as an introduction to the man, Luke, but also a little bit of an introduction to the project, which, as I said, is minting as of today. So I hope that you enjoy this audio experience, and let's jump right into it. Today, I'm lucky to welcome Luke, a.k.a. Humble Beast. He's somebody that I've seen on Twitter for quite a while, back in the early days of community fun engagement on Top Shot, so we could talk a little bit about that. He has a really interesting backstory as well. He's all the way coming from us from Northern Ireland, and he's going to talk about a project that he, along with some partners, are launching very shortly. That sounds really interesting. So without further ado... Let's introduce Humble Beast, a.k.a. Luke. What's going on, What's man? Up? What's up, Tandy? It's been a while. It has been a while. Um, you are kind of all over the place. You're, you're involved everywhere. You're involved in new projects. You're like a mods on a half a dozen projects on discords. What's, what's going on? What's up with that? Why, why, are you, why do you spread yourself all across the internet like this? <laughs> um, spread myself too thin, more like it. Um, but I guess, I mean, I just wanted to be involved in this space and I basically just got myself in deeper wherever I could um, and a way to get into different projects and really get to learn about them and learn about the development of them was to become a moderator. So I jumped into about, I was probably a moderator of about seven or eight different discords at one point. I've obviously toned that down massively now that I'm working full time for um, the Nemesis, um, the, the, which is a metaverse uh, company, based company. Um, so I've kind of obviously focused all my attention there now for the most part, um, but I'm still looking to build, um, especially looking to build communities that actually function well, that are actually supportive and that actually just help each other grow as well. Um, I think community is the essence and the, the foundation of every single NFT project out there. Um, and I, I feel like I really understand the importance um, of having a, a committed and, and driven community. 
Well, before we talk about your project, I think there's some really interesting pieces there um, because I agree that a community will make or break an NFT project. Um, what then over being a mod for seven or eight different projects, what have you learned from some of the projects that have failed their community? What have you learned from some of the projects where the community is really strong? What is it that really keeps that connection strong? Because me, like sort of the, the pessimist, the critic, I, I tend to think, well, like if the floor price is high enough, the community is happy and engaging. And as soon as that floor price drops, no one gives a crap anymore. So what is the yeah. secret? Um, I, th I think the answer is really obvious. Um, I think just communication from the team that have, that have produced the, the project or managing it, communication between them and their community. I mean, I'm part of different projects where the price, the floor price was really good and it went down and the sentiment remained the same because people were confident in the team. They were confident in them developing and delivering on the roadmap um, because no one has any patience in, in this space. So as soon as the price goes down, people panic and stuff. But if you can build a comprehensive project with a clear roadmap and a clear intention, um, people tend not to panic as much because they have faith and they have confidence in you. Um, and once you have that, then you've got a, you've got a community that's going to thrive um, and withstand FUD, withstand <clears throat> people paper handing and stuff at the start. Um, but I guess like one of the biggest things I see in projects where they fail are, are kind of just collapse is just basically where the team hasn't listened to the community. They, they're trying to develop, more in almost like a corporate kind of focus that you maybe see outside of the space where it's very top down where the top don't listen to the bottom um are their voices and really heard so you'd have there's a project we were talking about earlier um, that the devs just didn't listen to the community they had a great project they had a great thing going for them um but they just never responded in a way that um built any confidence in the community and they just completely collapsed but then, okay, so my last question there, because I know we're not here to talk just about community, but like um, sometimes I see these projects and the community building is like, we're going to have movie night and we're going to have like a DJ, a DJ session and we're going to play like, uh, like trivia and checkers. And like, is that, <laughs> is that what it's about? Like when I see that again, I, mean, I, I don't know what to think. I mean, I guess that's part of, I mean, community is such a broad concept um we're all part of a community um in some part of our life whether we we know it or not whether we acknowledge it or not and a large part of community is interaction it is playing games it is talking it is doing things together so basically if you can get your community to do anything together whether it's play checkers whether it's play poker whether it's to watch a movie together um it builds identity, it builds relationships, and obviously a community is massively built on relationships. So if you can get people getting to know each other and actually having value in that, then that brings value to your your project because people are going to value coming into your Discord, keeping on top of the information there, and and then they'll naturally want to share it as well. And that that's where the gold comes in, you know, where people are sharing about your project because of their experience with you and with your team. Um, so I think that's uh, instrumental to it all as well. Yeah, I agree. I just think it's also very difficult with the amount of discords that people are into. Like how many movies can you watch at once? 
Right, right. <laughs> True. I mean, there's just so many options. I mean, there's simple bot games you can play and, and you can do movie nights. And I mean, you, you know, the bigger ones do IRL meetups and stuff and, and stuff like that. But again, it's all about building identity and stuff as a community. I think it also will be about thinking beyond those things that have already been done um, mm-hmm. and maybe something we haven't even thought of yet. And and maybe this will right. even relate to your project, which is gamifying things in a different way. And, and we'll get to that in a second. Um, mm-hmm. But next, I know you've probably talked about this. I know you were on the stream with Jacob before, and I think you kind of went over this. But real quick, why are you a big basketball fan in Northern Ireland? How many of you are there? Do you have like an IRL meetup and there's like 12 of you in a bar? <clears throat> no, I mean, basketball used to be huge here. Um, back when my dad played, he um, would have played in front of crowds of a few thousand people, if not more. Like the, the gym would have been locked out. They would have had to lock the doors and not let anyone else in. We had um, big players coming over. We still have like Division One NCAA players coming over to play in the, the, the semi-professional league we have here. So basketball is relatively big here, um, and a lot of my friends. I mean, like I said, my dad played, um, so I grew up playing basketball um, from literally the time I could pick up a ball. Um, played right through, uh, played for Ireland, um, was selected for a European team, and toured um, the East Coast of America, got a few scholarship offers, um, all D2 and D3, to be fair, and to be transparent. Um <laughs> But um, I mean, my my cousin, he he's a he's probably one of the best players to come out of here, and he was offered a scholarship from Davison and, and different places like that. So we, we have some good talent coming out of here, and um, we have a guy uh, from here, um, used one of my coach's sons. Um, he's playing for Lafayette, I think, um, wow. and he he's a rookie this year, and he got the most like assist to turn, or he got the best assist to turnover ratio and stuff. So I mean, there, there is some decent talent coming out of here as well um which obviously then through playing fantasy with the with a group of friends like we started getting the top shot and it all just took off from there that's interesting i didn't really know that ireland was such a hotbed of basketball fans um <laughs> did your did your cousin did he go to davidson no so he he is a massive history of injury so he has a whole history of like stress fractures in his feet that just keep repeating and repeating so he played oh. in europe he had like top top points and top rebounds, no, not rebounds, I think assists or whatever in a, a German league um, and a big Euro German league there. Uh, he played in Spain as well. Um, and now he's back just dominating here, but he's injured again. So um, he's still rehabbing. So it's just crazy. Gotcha. But are you still playing? Like I know, I know the fame. The story that you told the other time was you you turned down the scholarships because you were madly in love. Um. <laughs> or madly stupid, I don't know. <laughs> um, but you still play. You still play basketball. Yeah, I still play. I mean, some of my friends who listen to this are going to be laughing um, because I, I haven't played consistently in about. I mean, I guess the, the pandemic just kind of shit on everything essentially. Um, yeah. So once I got out of the swing of things, put on a wee bit of weight, not too much. Um, uh, it's just about the motivation about getting back. But I picked up new new kicks out in America, so I'm looking forward to getting back to and back playing. I'll definitely okay. be back next season. Cool, cool. Um, and then 
I know that you, while you were in Top Shot, I know that I would sometimes DM about random things with you. I'm, I know that you, you created like a really fast following. You kind of loved giving away uh, your dick pics or, or your... <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what you would call them when you give away NBA yeah. Top Shot moments. Um, yeah. So, so that was something you were doing and, and you, you created quite a following that way. Um, and then you moved on to other NFTs. You had like a crazy score with the Oni Force, and you're continually collecting NFTs. I looked, I took a look at your OpenSea account. There's just a hodgepodge of NFTs there, so that's fun. Um, um, so yeah, so I guess it just makes sense that then now you're working for an, a metaverse company. Um, we could definitely talk about that a little bit, but uh, maybe maybe better for another time. But mm-hmm. also, you worked as you were in the medical field as well, right? What, what were you doing in the medical field? Yeah, as a physiotherapist, um, physical therapist for my American compatriots. Um, so worked there, worked as a physio for nine or ten years. Yeah, about that. Um, and I'll just give a brief kind of reason why I jumped out. I was trying to balance the the two. I was trying to balance working as a physio and I was trying to balance building an identity in Web three. I guess is probably the best yeah. way to put it. And it was stressful and it was tough and it was time consuming. Um, a lot of people talk. Um, Patrick Buin had a recent tweet about how exhausting it can be trying to balance everything. And it was just kind of hit the nail on the head. It's difficult. Um, and I just realized I was far more passionate about building community and building full stop <laughs> uh, in this space. Um, so once I realized that, I just kind of lost all motivation and passion for what I was doing in physical therapy. So decided I'm going to start kind of looking to see um, what kind of job opportunities would be out there because obviously my credentials are very unrelated in a lot of ways um, to Web3 space and, and NFTs and different projects like that within NFTs. So <laughs> I, I basically just lucked out and had the nemesis contact me having seen me on twitter and having seen how i interact with my following um and we're like we'd love you to be our community manager um full time and i was like yes absolutely like without any hesitation um so as soon as we kind of got some like ideas and thoughts out concrete then i was like yeah absolutely um and then jump ship in december okay i think it's yeah i remember when you were talking you were talking with people or you were dealing with people who had like head injuries right with the physical therapy yeah so the last year and a half i was working in yeah like brain injuries and spinal injuries so it was pretty heavy work um but i i I mean my wife works in a children's hospice so she works with dying kids every day and stuff so I, th- I think when you work in healthcare and you're working in really demanding and, and really emotionally draining work, yeah. you kind of just build like a, a tolerance or you kind of build a different perspective um, when you're working in those places. So um, it gives you a lot of perspective as well, uh, which is cool. Um, but I think people who work in those kind of spaces just build some sort of tolerance and some sort of way to get by, you know. I'm sure. That's crazy. I can't imagine you guys coming back from work on hard days. I mean, I can't even, you know, people complain about their day jobs. You guys are on a whole nother level on the kind of stuff right. you must have been dealing with. 
Um, all right. Well, maybe we can quickly talk about this new work you're doing. Um, tell me a little bit about this metaverse deal that you're working on. And I'm, I'm always very curious what people think that they'll, how people think they're going to be engaging in, in metaverse activities, actually. So I'm curious what, what you're working on and also what your, what is your take on the metaverse at the moment? Because every new project says they've <laughs> bought a plot of land in the metaverse. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, it's such a vast concept. So let me see if I can be um, direct with it. Um, so who I work for is called the Nemesis and they have a metaverse platform that's up and running already. It's totally functional. It's, it's run on Unity engine. So the graphics are actually, well, it's not because of Unity, but the graphics are really nice and very different to the likes of um, Sandbox and Decentraland and all those ones as well. Um, so what we offer is uh, already functional metaverse that you can engage with and get into. Um, we're launching our land sales and our token this month. Um, we have opportunities for other NFT projects to come in and we'll customize a metaverse for them where they can welcome their community, hold events in there, uh, like live music events, and they can play different games. They can do all sorts. There's so much utility that you can bring to your community through that. Um, and we've just returned from uh, NFC, which is a non-fungible uh, conference in uh, Lisbon. It was a big European uh, conference, and, and we had a lot of interest. Like I was blown away by the amount of people that were just like, how have we not heard of you guys? You're... you're your quality is phenomenal. Your what you've delivered already is absolutely amazing, and we offer a lot of things that Sandbox and the likes of Decentraland don't even offer yet. Um, we've got a few big partnerships coming up, um, and we're only really just beginning. Um, and things are really taking off, and it's ridiculously exciting to be honest. Huh? It seems like you got a lot of different games here. Uh, uh, do you have a, like a bunch of users on the platform already, or is or is that kind of yeah? Of we I think we have I think we have like seventy thousand people signed up now. We we did wow. launch a while back, so there was a bit of there's a, been a bit of kind of stagnant water um, up until now when things are what I'd almost call like we're relaunching um, with our land and our and our, our token launch coming, um, mm -hmm. and then with the different partnerships that we're going to be having coming through over the next few months. Um, everything's really just starting to really come to like a, like a head um, and a real focal point for us, which is just going to explode in my opinion, you know? Hmm. And it does seem like there's so many angles that, that you can obviously metaverse is like you said, so expansive. And now I'm seeing you got yeah. games, you have events, which almost seem kind of more like a corporate, but not always corporate. Cause you can have ticketed sort of shows and things like yeah, that. Yeah. And Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's incredibly expansive. That must that must be kind of challenging from a marketing angle. Yeah, so it is. Here. I mean, we have quite a, an extensive team. They've been working on this project and, and this company for three and a half years. So they've been around, they've been working on it, and they've come to the point where they haven't necessarily built up the hype and then the product like a lot of metaverse-oriented projects do or companies do, or, or a lot of NFT projects do, where it's all about building hype and delivering a wee bit of the product or whatever. Right, right. They've kind of gone the opposite way around, and they've built quality product, and now they're building the hype with their marketing. So they haven't, they haven't spent one cent on 
marketing until we went to the the conference this weekend you know and the whole conference streamed their content through our metaverse and oh, okay. which was huge too yeah that's amazing uh well that's exciting i mean who knows it's who knows how much time we're going to be spending in metaverses you think we're going to spend or you think we're going to close twitter and spend time on the metaverse instead so so that's the thing i was i was on a panel with um joe from infinite objects speaking at this conference which was hilarious in itself that i was asked to do that um <laughs> and we 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 were up there with a few other heavy hitters and i am not a heavy hitter um so it was cool being up in the stage with them talking about the metaverse like displaying your nfts in the metaverse versus irl so and one of my main points even though i work for a metaverse company is like we we got to strike a balance we got to strike a balance of healthy habits and not just being consumed by a metaverse land or a metaverse virtual world and and losing our social capabilities kind of thing you know because that's a way that's the avenue some people will take eventually because they will be able to effectively live their whole life through the metaverse and even i know as a company and um, the nemesis aren't interested in 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 promoting just that they're, they're interested in promoting like healthy lifestyle and, and healthy habits within the metaverse and, and translating that to healthy habits within your real life as well and making sure that you're still getting out exercising seeing people and not being a complete recluse <laughs> i'm being very curious how they're going to do that like they're going to have a little virtual therapist come in the metaverse and be like close down that browser <laughs> yeah yeah i have no idea i mean we'll just close the metaverse every now and then for a while just say go out and see your friends <laughs> i like it uh, but even right, just well, stating that i think is pretty cool yeah yeah definitely um, I'm very curious what how that's going to go down. I'm I'm very hopeful that that we will be able to find like a healthy balance because otherwise it's not a it's it shouldn't be something that's unhealthy. It shouldn't be something that everyone just completely plugged in and away from their friends and family to play with like right. avatars of people on the yeah. internet. Doesn't make sense. Um, all right. Well, that was a nice little sort of journey around the different areas that that we know I know of you and. Um, your history, and I'm sure there's a lot more we could talk about. But now we're gonna change the change the topic over to the project that you initially reached out that you want to talk about here with me, and that is a project called In the Game. So I'm gonna bring up um, a graphic that you sent me here. Um, so why don't you tell me, or let me put us down there at the bottom. Why don't you tell me a little bit about this? How did this come about? Um, yeah, who, who's working on this with you? How did this come about? How'd you get involved? What is it? Mm-hmm. So this is the first time I've kind of, I guess, for want of a better word, pitched this in, in uh, like, and actually talking about it. So it's something I've always said about what's been so strange about working in Web3 spaces. You, you're typing and talking all the time, Discord, Twitter, WhatsApp, everything. So you're so used to just typing everything and articulating yourself through just texts. So when it comes to like verbalizing it, it's so different. But anyway, um, yes, we're 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 launching uh, a new project called In the Game. Um, it's going to be closely linked to Top Shot. Um, in terms of we're going to have uh, token access, a one-time payment token access to uh, a season-long uh, run of games. So 
as you can see there, it, it's we're we're going to have the website ready. We've already connected the the website to Topshot and NBA.com through their APIs, so that we can launch immediately. So as soon as we mint out, we are ready to go. We're ready to roll immediately. So there's no waiting around. There's no empty promises coming because we've already established everything. So what it'll effectively be is once we mint and once we mint out, hopefully, and um, we'll have. Uh, a crowdfunded prize pool, essentially. So we'll put a, a, a shit ton of the, the profit back into a prize pool. Um, so who I've developed this with is Rich from, from Twitter, Sunkiss Sudafed um, on Twitter. Um, he came to me with this idea, actually, and he knew I wanted to build something. Um, and he came up with the idea um, of having a token access to to games throughout the NBA season. And we're also hoping to expand into the NFL through through Dapper as well, obviously having their NFL all day. And even UFC strike back if it comes in and the demand's there, absolutely. But because we've got this foundation built and the whole um yeah, because we've got that built, we'll we'll easily be able to implement these other sports as well. So the three games, if you want to flick up that graphic again, um the three games underneath so the first game will be top shot related. So it basically brings more utility to your top shot moments. Okay. So what you're doing is it'll be like uh, top shot challenges, but in reverse kind of style where we'll say, for example, what do you, who do you think the top five scorers will be? You connect your, your, your account to your, your top shot account to the website through your token. Um, and it will bring up all the moments you own. You can pick five of those moments who you think will be the top five scorers that night. And again, there will be a prize pool for that game. Whereas if you get all five right, then you get at least a slice of the prize, if not all of it, if you're the only winner, obviously. And then we have kind of typical parlay, um, handicap, uh, whatever way you call it in whatever country you're from, um, predictions. So five over, five under type uh with with the scores of the games or with player performance um in terms of rebounds, points, deals, everything else that comes with that too. And the last one's the real fun one. It'll be like a rolling jackpot. So we'll have um we'll start off like the prize for that like a 5k or something like that. Um we'll have different games for that where we'll we'll mix it up, but the main one we'll use is uh predicting the the total amount of points scored. Um by all the teams in one night. So that's obviously hard to guess if there's five or six or seven different games on. Um, so that'll be the last game. So basically the whole aim is to, uh, I, I've been involved in Top Shot for a long time. So is Rich and so of other members of the team. We have Big Native doing some of the art for for the website and for the NFT itself. Um, and we've got some other guys working on, uh, behind the scenes who are passionate about getting involved in Web3 and stuff. So we've got a really motivated team. We've got a really experienced team. Um, and obviously, our, our the what, what's the word I'm thinking of? The you can edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> um, the I'm trying to think of the why don't the you just describe what? Okay, okay. Yeah, so like the user base we're trying to hit is obviously primarily NBA fans and top shelf fans. And then we'll expand that in the NFL as well um, and beyond. Um, but it all comes from just 
have through my experience in Top Shot, seeing the community, seeing how committed they are, seeing how big they are, and just trying to give back to that community, trying to give more utility to your moments. I know other people are starting to do this and have been doing it, um, but we want to add to that um, and just give you more purpose to your moments and more utility. Yeah, That makes sense. So the way that it's tied in is similar to how other websites such as you know, like for example, moment ranks, like it's tied in, you, you have access to your moments. They just plug and play yeah. right in there. Moment nerd yeah. is another one. So that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then a question that I think people might have, well, probably a few questions, but first of all, every night, like how many opportunities are there going to be to place your wagers? And, and are you wagering your moments or your, are you just like, yeah. how's that going to work? What are you wagering? Okay. So it's it's really low risk and everything. We did, I didn't want to make it into where you're wagering anything because um, then you got like legal battles and everything with that kind of stuff. So we kept it really simple. You're you're just submitting your five moments for whatever that challenge is that night, um, but it's all free. It's a one time payment access. You you mint the token. You've got access to these games for free. You don't lose any moments ever. You just submit them for the challenge. So every every day there's games on we'll be having these games running. So the timing of it's a bit difficult in terms of the season's coming to an end, it's coming to the playoffs, but we're still going to launch before the playoffs. Um, so that means the prize pool is going to be really concentrated over a shorter span of time. So that means the, the like each, each time you enter a competition, the, the, the chances to win much larger prizes are going to be there. And we have loads of ideas for really fun like merchandise, tickets, all sorts of other things as well on top of that too um, for the community. So, yeah, you won't be losing any moments. Um, you'll be betting, like you're not betting your moments and you could lose them or anything like that. No, it's just a one-time payment access and you're good to go. And then how many, how many like bets or whatever you want to call it um, would be available, let's say, on a given night? Or So there'll be... So there'll be the top shot challenge and the second one, like the kind of uh, parlay uh, predictions and stuff. Um, it depends. Uh, if there's a lot of games, we'll probably have seven or eight. Um, if there's fewer games, we'll probably have a bit less, obviously. I'm not the mastermind behind all this because I have no experience in that, that kind of stuff. Rich is very experienced in all that stuff, so he'll be implementing all that stuff to make it, obviously, like any other experience you'd have with, with parlay predictions and stuff like that. So it'll be exactly the same. Cool. Um, and then in terms of just how it works, like when the season is over and into the following different seasons, um, is this something that people sort of have to, at this point, they're buying into this season right now. And then, and then we'll sort of see what yeah. happens in the, whatever happens, depending on the mint out, depending on what you guys choose from a strategic what happens next? Yeah, so well, we understand that obviously it's not the most ideal time to launch, but we're absolutely going to make it work without a doubt in terms of, like I said, it'll be really appealing to join, even though it's a short season for now. Um, but we're going to be giving incentives and different statuses to people who join now um, for future for future access and future perks and stuff as well uh, and then we'll have everything ready to run for nfl come september but i mean we're, like i said we'll have such a huge prize pool that we'll keep some aside for um and we've we've got this all out in our roadmap and stuff as well but 
we'll keep a, a chunk of, of the profit aside to, to run different competitions anyway throughout um, throughout the summer, basically, until uh, NFL, until NBA kicks back up again. And we, we can even probably implement other sports if we want to, if there's if there's anything on um, over the summer, we can even just add that in as well. But don't really want to do that. We want to kind of focus mostly on NBA, NFL, and potentially UFC strike back. So we're, we'll, we're like I said, I'm well experienced within within communities, within um, this Web3 space, and we will come up with ways to develop and deliver um, things during the summer as well um, with just different competitions and, and, and house competitions within the Discord, you know, just keeping people uh, interactive and stuff. But there will naturally be a lull in between each season anyway, um, but that's fine. Um, we're, we're not we're not trying to deliver on something that, that's not possible to do, you know, so. Sure. So I think what's very cool here too is, is you're – guys are going to have a lot of flexibility to get people tickets to basically there's less red tape. So like with a massive organization like top shot, you know, people want yeah. certain utility. It takes longer. Right. Whereas this is a smaller project and therefore people can get utility like, like you have here where tickets to games, merch tickets, etc. Um, so I would imagine then that there's probably going to be a website that will have all of this on like a roadmap and people can take a look and sort of kick the tires further and ask questions in the discord. Is, is, is that coming soon? Yeah. I mean, we have the website um, all ready to go. We're literally just waiting on one or two small things um, to have it launched, but it should be launched this week as well. Um, and we've got a few teasers coming today um, awesome. that we'll be rolling out as well. Um, just to kind of, build build the hype i guess but just to get more eyes on us and so they can understand that this this is this isn't just your this isn't an nft project that most of us degen into this is a, a project where you can jump into where there's instant utility in terms of using your top shot moments in terms of having the chance to earn pretty significant money um and have fun while doing it and then also just integrating all these other communities like the monsters hustle and show nine lives all like we can all come together under this one umbrella as well so again it's yes it's another community um but it's one with a real focused purpose um and one that's led by people who have real experience within top shot and stuff um so i'm excited uh, for it. i'm excited to launch it i'm excited to get my teeth into it and just really rally people together that is interesting. Is is there anything else that you could say to the people that are in these other communities as to what this new community that sort of brings all the communities together? Is there anything else that they should know about? Um, good question. Um, I mean, it, if if I take Hustle and Show for instance, because I got to give it to them, they have the most live uh, community uh, within Top Shot, in my opinion. Um, and their identity is 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 really well developed and uh, firmed up and everything. Um, but part of this is is supporting the whole ecosystem of Top Shot. So it's being a part of that as well, and directly being a part of that too by just owning our NFT, by engaging with the games, by by allowing you to have more utility. Because yes, all these other communities are amazing, and yes, I created one of them and stuff, but there's only a certain amount of utility that we can kind of bring to that without being directly um, 
under Top Shop because we're not. We're all unofficial. This will be a more official way, I guess, to contribute to being in the, the Top Shop community where you can gain more utility um, by being a part of it. Um, and who knows what partnerships we'll bring in. Um, we may have one or two lined up already. Um, so, yeah, there, there's – and I, I can't disclose which, but um, – and we actually do. That's not just a teaser to get to pump up FOMO. And um, we actually do have a partnership, at least one, um, loaded up already and ready to go. So uh, I don't think I'm going to let anyone down. I don't plan to. Um, and I'm going to put everything I got into it as well. So I expect it to be pretty fucking solid. <laughs> well, that's exciting. Um where do you think then the best place for people to be right now to be able to get all the updates and and just keep tabs on what's happening and learn more about everything? What what should people do? Well, um, we have our Discord that we kind of leaked um, just to kind of let people kind of trickle in and ask a few questions so we could kind of give information so people could start learning about what we're trying to do. Um, our Twitter. Um, in the game, uh, in the game NFT, I think it is actually. Um, we had a huge giveaway there with Anthony Edwards, um, Series One or whatever. We had huge involvement, and we're just over one thousand followers now. And we only launched like a week ago, or maybe just over a week ago. And we haven't been overly active until we until we get the information together. Like uh, we we got a video coming out today. We've got more infographics and stuff coming out today. And we didn't really want to push it until we could actually show people what the hell we're doing until, because it's different going to people and saying, Oh, we're going to have this and we're going to do this, but if we can show them a bit more, I think that's going to um, give us a lot more traction. Yeah. I know that when I first saw this being shared amongst Twitter, uh, it definitely looked interesting to me. I think also because it's doing something that a lot of people have asked um, people, who play moment ranks play for example a lot of people have always been oh, sorry not moment ranks play people who do flash challenges on nba top shot have often been saying this would be even cooler if we could predict like a more fantasy style yeah. thing instead of like a yeah. collect the proper pieces after the game is already completed and so yeah, is that exactly. kind of where this idea started yeah absolutely i mean that dapper can't do everything all at once anyway, like over time, I'm sure they'll deliver all sorts of things like this as well, but they have so many plates to spin and, and attend to that they, they can't deliver everything at once. So what we tried to do is, is we heard that we heard people saying that and we thought that'd be cool as well. Um, but also we've just made it also like really user-friendly. So when you come in, it'll take 30 seconds to a minute to enter all your details in and, and just go and, Again, that's just something that we bring to the table in terms of just efficiency. We're not asking you to spend loads of time on the website and, and do all that as well. Um, so you can kind of just spend 30 seconds and peace out. You don't need to really pay attention to it or really look at it again. Um, so, yeah, I guess like bringing that and also just a few, like maybe plugging in where there's a few gaps. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're doing that. Yeah. I actually just thought of something. I don't know if it's feasible, but it would probably be a good idea if uh, people who didn't have a token could have a little bit of, you know how sometimes these websites give you like a little free tournament, not for a really big yeah. reward, but it's like a, 
get people's feet wet. I think uh, I think that's something you guys should definitely yeah. be considering, if possible. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we'll 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 be looking at all um, sorts of ways of marketing and onboarding people for sure. So that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's very exciting. I know it's a good crew of guys working on this project, um, and you're you're responding to what seems to be a need, something that people are asking for on Twitter for a little more utility, a little more of a DFS approach to their Top Shot moments. You know, you're hitting that. You're hitting sort of the broader utility of getting people merch and whatever else, and black hoodies and tickets to games. Yeah. Um, so that's great. And I'm really excited to see what you guys come up with. I'll, I'll definitely have my eye out today and tomorrow and um, just to see what you guys manage to do. Cause you obviously have a lot of experience into all this. Yeah. I mean, we're, I mean, to be honest, like we, we're going to pride ourselves on how we deliver this. Um, and it's something we're into for the long haul. Um, I'm hoping five years down the line, we're still running this and we've got a, a community that are just shouting from the rooftops about what we're developing and what we're doing because the the opportunity for development and progression within this is just huge. There's there's so many other avenues and options that we could that we could um, explore, and we'll be listening to the community a hell of a lot. I mean, you've already told me a few things and give me a few ideas, and um, we're sure as hell going to be implementing them as well. So when we listen to the community come in, five thousand people more in the future like that's a lot of people with a lot of ideas um so we'll be listening to the community we'll be implementing their ideas um and just making it as fun as possible as well awesome well i'm excited to learn more i'm sure anyone who starts hearing about this is also going to get excited um because there seems so like there's so many opportunities here that can be taken advantage of and to engage the people that are already so engaged in top shot i mean that that's one of the most amazing things about top shot is just how engaged right. so many of the people in the community are so very cool very good idea to to engage that community even further um so we'll definitely be keeping our eyes out for this appreciate it tony so any um any parting words to people who might be looking at this and might be like on the fence, might think, you know, maybe they're not quite sure if they want to jump dive in or not. What would you tell people like that? Um, I guess wait for our video, our promo video, wait for more information to come out. We'll be launching that tonight. Um, and any issues, any questions, any thoughts, um, my DMs are always open. So just contact me um, and I'll, be happy to talk to you and answer any questions. Perfect. All right. Well, Luke, AKA humble beast. Um, people can find you on Twitter at, at humble beast, right? Uh, humble beast. Uh, ETH, yeah. Humble beast. ETH. It's actually at Luca beast 11. Uh, yeah. that that's, your, yeah. that's your handle. But if they, yeah, if you I just search for humble beast, <laughs> if you just search for humble beast, you'll find them. But anyhow, I appreciate that we could get together chop it up a little bit and i'm really really curious about this project so thanks for making the time and uh, i wish you a lot of luck appreciate it thank you for your time more like it appreciate it all right man bye bye see you man